0: And i can see the ground now I'm way too gone, way too gone. all right legends welcome back dude to yet another episode of get around me what a time it is to be alive what a time it is to be moving uh, cuz that's exactly what i'm doing right now right in the middle of the big old moveroo uh i did have impure thoughts about not doing a podcast this week Uh, Just because I'm super busy and I couldn't really be fucked. And it's just sort of shit everywhere, you know. It's one of those deals. But then I thought, I thought just do it. You know what I mean? So here we are. Electric stuff. Electric start. And uh, we're having a great time. I'm in the new, the new Ladpad as it were. We haven't 100% settled on the name yet. But we'll be going through a a lot of the names submitted later. And, uh... And yeah, early vibes are good, I would say. It's a big adjustment. I gotta say we did not paint the best picture moving in, like just some of the paraphernalia coming into this apartment. You know you got some of the uh, the older the older bunch upstairs because we're we're on the ground floor in this apartment block, okay? And that's you know that's our physical address. but that's also a metaphor for where we are uh, on the ladder of life, okay? very much on the ground floor. We tried to get a rooftop apartment with a sick balcony. Uh, We simply could not afford it. We actually offered them $200 lower than what they offered in a bid to sort of trick them. Um, But these rich people do. They're actually quite hard to trick. I think that's why they're so rich, you know. Whereas, you know, me, Macca, and Adzi, if you freaking throw a shiny ball into traffic, we'll probably chase it. So, you know, it is is quite tough when you're trying to work your way up uh, the ladder of life, as it were. But I tell you what, dude, we, we pull up and it's just like, you know, we got, we got Macca's UFC paintings. We, we brought as a TV stand, Macca did like a six foot high Shane Warne painting on a door on like an old door he got from work, like a front door. So like, imagine you just see two blokes in bucket hats walking into your apartment block going, Oh, I hope they're not, I hope these guys aren't like lads or like, you know, hooligans or, or, you know. 26 year olds who still think they're 21 that'd be a real disaster for the building and then hang on hang on marge what's that what's that under their arm oh it's a seven foot high painting of shane Warren on the side of an old front door okay that is what we call in the business a red flag okay marge call the cops call the cops immediately i think that i think that might be maca i think that might be maca Okay, so we had like all the oldies like looking through their binoculars and the curtains. You know, we're trying to appear harmless, but I think we both know that this isn't a great deal for anyone. So we'll just have to see how we go. First night, I got to say quite a bit of a shocking impression. Um, Obviously, we moved all day and then the Matildas played Tuesday night. Obviously, it's a few knockoff beers and, and, and what have you. And uh, a bit of a bit of light narcotic use at a, a children's park around the corner, um, out of respect for our new neighbours. And uh, the Matildas played, and it was like an all-time classic against Brazil. You know, we've had like six beers, and we're just carrying on. And this is a Tuesday night, and no one really, no one really follows the Matildas. That like, respectfully, you know, they're not that popular. And it's in between like footy and cricket season. So our upstairs neighbors are just thinking, these little pricks—they're just going nuts on a Tuesday night. What are they even watching right now, dude? What are they even watching? Like some sort of Polish bare knuckle fighting? Like what? What could possibly be on? You know, I mean, we we were we were too loud. We were way too loud, and it was a it was a bad start to our time at the building, but also. You know, if if the cops come, I'll just say sorry officer if we're being a bit loud, we're just supporting women's sport with a lot of ferocity. Is that against the law? Is equality against the law? That's what I would say to whatever junior cop they send out on a Tuesday night. You know, that's that's a that's such a vanilla <laughs> that's such a vanilla like like well-off police complaint. Yeah, these three local lads were going... They, they got too rowdy watching women's soccer. You know what I mean? At what point do you just admit that you're a fucking hooligan? You know what I mean? You can't blame the Matildas for everything, Bill. But, geez, the Matildas played well. It was pretty exceptional, actually. Really enjoyed it. And, dude, moving. Moving's one thing, okay? Moving's really just moving stuff from one place to another. It's not the biggest deal in the world. Okay, we moved uh, on Tuesday, you know, a few few runs in the truck, we we hired a truck, basically if you just want to feel like a man for a day, if you're, if you're a white collar criminal like myself, and uh, you want to feel like a man for a day, you go and get yourself a big old truck, you know, and uh, anyone can, I, I don't know how big this thing was, but anyone can drive it. Um, he asked me if I had a truck license, I said, I don't but I did get the AstraZeneca vaccine. So I've, I did get the blue collar jab. And he said, he said that if you got the AstraZeneca vaccine, I'm actually legally allowed to drive semi-trailers. So, and that's coming from, from the guy who owned the truck company. So, you know, call me a liar all you want. But Jason, who's been in the car and truck rental business for 25 years, you're going to call him a liar? Good luck to you, mate. Good luck to you. So, we're driving around in this truck. It's so fun driving in a truck. You feel like a legend, dude. You feel like a fucking legend. Um, Obviously, what is the first thing you do when you pick up a rental vehicle? You do a quick whip around to check for any damages to make sure you don't get screwed over. Very simple. I've had to cancel two credit cards previously because of car rental companies attacking me and my character. And... Here's the thing. Macca didn't take any photos. We gave the truck back. No one crashed it. Macca mounted a curb at one point, but it felt like it was all tire. You know what I mean? Anyway, so like freaking, you know, like a wounded gazelle just sort of limping out into the Serengeti. Macca drops this truck back off at the rental place. And the guy goes, oh, hang on a minute. What's this? And mate, it dead set looks like someone has gone into the side of a, a building at 140Ks. Like there's just a bit of the front of the truck that is. It looks like someone just came up with a sledgehammer and like a pretty burly bloke at that. It looks like a, a fairly burly bloke from burly heads. We're going to edit that out for sure. Burly bloke from burly heads. That's fucking disgraceful. Edit that out, Darcy, you dog. And, uh, but it looked like a fairly burly bloke just came in with a sledgehammer, dude. And the guy's like, Oh mate, what happened here? And Macca's like, what? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. So Macca came out furious. Uh, we're expecting quite the bill in the mail, but still great, dude. Still great. And then, you know, apartment living within two minutes of us being here, you know, every apartment block has a couple of a couple of uh, you know, sticky beaks. A couple of uh, a couple of ibises, sort of hip hopping around town, and immediately, this German lady is like, you know, probably secretary of the Strata Committee or whatever. She comes out immediately. She's like, oh, what's going on? She's like, she was just straight into it. She's like, oh, I know they redid the apart uh, the apartments' bathrooms. Could I come in and have a look? And we're like, oh, okay, yeah. Because like, I don't know, we've been at the building for seven seconds. I don't want to create an enemy with this German lady. I, th- I felt like saying, hey, babe, how about you give me 10 minutes to freaking, for me to have a look at it first. You know what I mean? I haven't even seen the bathrooms yet, babe. And then and then she goes, oh, what do you, I hope you don't mind me asking. What do you pay a week here for rent? And I thought, I thought, babe, what's doing? You know what I mean? Like I'm also, my blood type is B positive, what else do you need? I enjoy I enjoy Nutella on toast, but only as a treat. You know what I mean? In high school, bloody hell, I did, in year eight, I tripped over once in front of the whole school. It's probably one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done. What else? What else can I help you with? You know what I mean? I'm a Capricorn. Fuck off, you know? <laughs> but of course, I didn't say any of that. I freaking gave her a personal tour of the apartment because I'm a low-level coward. Uh, so... You know, that's, uh, that's what's happening. So we got a nosy German lady. The Matildas are on fire. I drive a truck. And Macca owes this truck company $4,000. So it's all happening, dude. It is all happening. And I can also reveal uh, in a hot, hot, hot bit of celebrity goss that it's come to my attention. Now, the new Bachelor or Bachelorette, whichever one it is, uh, when the girl's the main character... The new Bachelorette, uh, she's a bisexual, so we got girls and guys, okay? I can reveal that one of the current contestants, female, on the Bachelorette has in fact attended a kick-ons at the Lad Pad previously. So, it just goes to show, you think it's just, you know, a bunch of, it, you, a lot of people think it's just, you know, randoms, you know people from around town, people from the pub who attend our kick-ons, friends, family, you know, guys at bus stops, whoever we you jump in an Uber pool, they're coming too. But this is a confirmed celebrity that we've had at Ladpad kick-ons, okay? So it's not, it's not just a who's who of who gives a fuck at the Ladpad. We have celebrities coming and going, okay? Celebrities coming and going. We also had Reese Hodge, former Wallaby. Actually, current Wallaby, I should say. Uh, current Wallaby, Reese Hodge. He's attended the Lad Pad. This chick off the Bachelorette. I won't reveal her name, just in case. I don't know. This would destroy her image, or or what? But uh, the the lads told me not to. But I'll say this. Um, you know, I'd love to brag and say that Billy Darcy has kissed a Bachelorette contestant on the lips, but unfortunately. This lady, I mean, she's she's bisexual on the show, but she also, you know, I don't know what gender Macca is, but she she had a bit of a taste for McElroy. I'll say that, you know. So you can add that to the spectrum of what uh, this beautiful woman is into. She's into Brooke uh, Brooke the Bachelorette and uh, and Michael McElroy. So I'd like to see Macca enter the house as an intruder. You know, all of a sudden we got freaking two alphas in the house. Who wants what? You know. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. Can you imagine if the girl who came to the lad pad kick ons and kiss Macker on the lips? Can you imagine she gets to the final round of the of the Bachelor, and it's you know the final rose ceremony or whatever, and this Brooke chick is like, "I love you so much." You we'll would just call her Kate for the sake of this. I love you so much Kate, you know, you're the one for me. You coming on this show has meant the world to me and then and then Kate who visits the lad pad is like, Brooke, I feel the same. You're the, just the greatest. We're soulmates, you know. Love is the soul's recognition of its counterpoint in another, and I feel that when I'm with you." And it's a wedding crashes quote, but it totally holds up. And then just as the, as they're about to, you know, I don't know if they get, I think they get married or propose or you know live happily ever after. It just goes dun dun dun. And then like Eddie Maguire comes out and goes, Brooke, before you start a life with this, with this chick, we have one final intruder. And she and he's not here for you. He's here for Kate. And then Macca comes out dressed to the nines, you know, looking the balls. And if I'm this Brooke chick, dude, I'm I'm nervous, dude. I am nervous. And then, and now now it's decision time. You know, Kate, you've 12 weeks with Brooke on the show or whatever. Do you, and you you've just said you love it. Do you take that? Or do you look in a Macca's eyes and you take a shot at something truly special? You know? And then, and that'd be great if she leaves with Macca. What a story. Macca gets famous, st- you know, Two hundred thousand followers for the big chief. Share a few of my tour links on that. I tell you what, we're all making money. The only one who's really losing in this situation is um is Brooke from The Bachelor, but she was already on The Bachelor, so I mean, what's I mean, we're all winners, you know. So if anyone uh, knows anyone in the, sort of the uh, the upper decks at Channel Ten, a couple of those those suits upstairs, I'd I'd love to run this by them, because this could be. Uh, You know, this could be the sort of controversy that really launches the series. I know everyone thinks it's already electric because this chick's bisexual, but I'm saying let's take it to the next level. You know what I mean? So you'd have to put Maka in late in the show as well once everyone has been sort of eliminated or told to fuck off, whatever they do. Because if you put Maka in, you know, second, third week, you think these other 10 blokes are going to hang around? You think they're just going to hang around to watch Maka just absolutely put a clinic on on channel 10 they don't have a chance they know that okay so yeah Maka as an intruder for the bachelor there's history there you know this chick loves him i'd like to see him come in and shake things up so i don't know who's interested in that but i fucking am i'll tell you that much but oh dude i'll tell you this i got the moving boxes next to me i'll tell you what moving people talk about moving moving's fine that's not the problem all right you put the boxes and the freaking the bed on the truck and you bring it to the new place and then you put it in the new place okay the cleaning and the getting rid of the, like, we are just running a waste management service at the Ladpad at the moment. We've got the keys till Friday, and it is just, you know. The battle of the move is over, but the war for our bond has just begun, okay? So, we got a huge task ahead of us. I was cleaning all day yesterday, and it, I'll put my hand up. Um, the place still looks like shit. So, so, we'll have to see how we go. We'll have to see how we go. But pray for our bond. And uh, do we deserve it? I personally don't think that question is worth asking. Okay? Should you give it to us anyway? I believe you should. Okay? I believe you should. So here's the thing recap the old weekend. Friday night, it was sort of a last. This last week, I've had about four or five like last you know hurrahs at the pad because you know i'm like oh it's yeah you know, i'm so like emotional when it suits me you know <laughs> like thursday night usually me and mac i might have like you know two or three glasses of wine on thursday night smoke a joint no, nothing too wild you know watch me tell in bed by 9:30, like nothing wild at all but i'm like oh it's my last thursday night at the lad pad better freaking knock over half a case and fucking you know i'm just lapping it up mate you know so I'm I'm sentimental when it suits me and I've had about four or five farewells at the lad pad. You know, it's my last it's my last night at the lad pad where the weather's overcast with a top of 23. I better get fucked up, you know. <laughs> so I've just I've been blowing it out and it's just there's just a lot going on. There's just a lot going on at the moment. But Friday night we are, you know, the three horsemen of the apocalypse. I think we invited a, a couple of people over, but I don't. I think they were busy. So then, do you ever do that where you invite people and then they don't come and you pretend you didn't want them to? <laughs> like uh, one of our mates was coming, and then he was like, "You know, he's, oh, he's done the old, uh, fell asleep on the couch, lads, or whatever." So then, me, me, Maka and Adzi are in the backyard going, "This is." Just the lads that live here. This is what we wanted, yeah. Just the lads. So it was pretty good. But I'll tell you what happened on Friday night, which was an interesting development, okay? So just to recap, at the Lad Pad, we have three neighbors. We have Rhino on our left, who is our, our friend, our brother, our drug dealer, our, just a legend, okay? An absolute legend. He lives there with his wife, and that guy... And his dog Tui, I would take a bullet for any day of the week. Okay, we got the neighbours over the back. The old fella, he is a raucous piece of shit. Okay, tar to his core. Possible communist. Hate the guy. Okay, would physically assault him given the chance, allegedly. And uh, and then on the right, we've got this family. And this family's never really—they're just basically a really lovely family. They've never really hassled us. And I think the kids are like 15, 16, 17, around then. And so it's Friday night. It becomes clear. The parents are away and we got a full-on free kicking off next door. An old school free. I haven't, you know, I'm 26. I haven't been to a free in quite some time. And don't worry, I didn't go to this one, okay? I wasn't that bloke. But these kids were absolutely cranking it out, dude. Like, I couldn't hear myself think in the backyard. And we were loving it you know and we realized we're moving out in like two days so we're just cranking it as well so to the naked eye even though they had about 50 people over and uh or 30 40 you know it didn't you know whatever's not illegal um so they're cranking the tunes out and we were like fuck yeah we'll just turn it up as well because we're moving and it's so interesting it's just great dude you know We're, we're we're getting as fucked as they are we're minding our own business but you know they're there was a piece of me that thought, fuck, I hope one of these little kids throws something over the fence so I can just throw something back, you know? There was just that fucking chaos in the air, dude. So, there, there was a vibe that, you know, if they wanted to provoke us, we were willing um, to to maybe, you know, yell some shit at them. But no need at all. These kids are having a great time. We were having a great time. And it's so funny because all the times we were just in the backyard, music up slightly you know and this old guy over the back would just be like fucking shut the fuck up it's every night it's every fucking night i'm sick of it i'm sick of it he's he's the angrier he got he the, he, the pitch of his voice would just go up and up and up and then eventually you know there's only only dogs can hear him complaining in the local area he's like i'm sick of it. I'm not sick of it fuck you you know he's just going nuts and so and and yeah, and then this time we thought, "Fuck this guy!" You basically got two house parties going. We're just cranking it, and I I can't speak for Macro but I was sitting there praying this old guy would say something. Just praying. I thought, brother, all the times you know he'd yell over the fence. There was one incident where I did say something back to him, um, and I regret it. But you know, one time, one time the wife was just teeing off on me and Macca. And it was just me and him in the backyard. So, you know, I implied if she went and, you know, fucked her husband maybe to chill her out a bit, you know, in no uncertain terms. But I regret it then and I regret it now. But 99 times out of 100, I've never said anything back. Because, you know, when I did say that, they actually complained to our real estate. And, um, you know, there was talks talks of eviction. But I was able to sort of, you know, ride through those waters uh, by basically just lying. So... So, you know, you don't want to get in these altercations because at the end of the day, you know, you lie down with the pigs, you know, you smell like bacon or whatever the saying is, okay? But this time I thought, dude, we're moving out in three days. If you, you want to say something over the fence, oh my God, we would love it. We would absolutely love it. Um, but he didn't. You know, I think he knew with the teenagers, we had him, we had him outnumbered. But luckily for me, I was no, no shortage of entertainment. Firstly, Adji's brought home a Soda Stream on the Friday, and we're thinking, oh, we'll do we'll do Vody sodies, you know, do a few Vody sodies in our new Soda Stream. What, a, you know, we're we're moving on up. Maka, do this guy Pelican of the week. I'm doing a three prong Pelican of the week on Maka. Okay, I would like to see him as an intruder in the Bachelor, but also, you know, I gotta call a spade a spade. Maka, seventy three time pelican of the week winner first things first so we do the soda stream mac has never used a soda stream before neither have i okay ads you showed me how to use it uh, when Macca wasn't home so Macca, as you know with the soda streams you gotta have you screw the you fill the the soda stream bottle up with water you screw that in and then you press the the, bu- the bubble button, you know? You choose how many bubbles you want. Do you want one bubble, two bubble, or three bubble? Okay? They're your options. Macca thought this machine could just magically turn any glass of water into soda water. So Macca has got a glass of water. It's like it's like Friday afternoon. And Macca goes, oh, fuck, we got a soda stream. I go, yeah, mate, go give it a try. He goes, oh, shit, Yeah. <laughs> so he takes his glass of water and just holds it under the soda stream thing like puts the little nozzle in his glass of water presses the button no no bottle nothing clicked in just an open half full glass of water the thing sprays a bit of air in or whatever does its thing maca takes a sip you know it's still just normal water (laughs) and he's like blowing up mate he's like boys this thing's a piece of shit we've been stitched up Yes, this is garbage. He goes, he's blowing up, mate. He's blowing up. He had no idea you had to use the bottle. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. He thought you could just, like, he thought it was a machine like anything you want. You could just get a freaking pint of milk and turn that into soda water, you know? Freaking. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, too much. Too much, McElroy. Too much. Then, like an hour later, we're out the fire. And, uh, you know, we, we got a shitload of firewood to get through. So our fire, you know, I wouldn't describe it as particularly safe. It's in the fire pit, but it's fucking, you know, it's got some behind it. You know what I mean? This things this thing's got a little bit of mustard coming out of that wood, if you know what I mean. So the fire, is, you know, it's pretty big. And you get those things where you get the, you know, you get the, like the pops and then, you know, maybe some embers fly out. Usually straight up, but you know, sometimes they can fly out in any which direction. <laughs> anyway, so Maka is sitting there. <laughs> we get one of these pops and an ember flies out. You know, I'm not too bothered. Maka goes, oh, and then he goes, "Ah oh, fuck. It's in his shorts. It's in his shorts and he can't get it out. And it's like, it's flown right up the side of his shorts. It's like upper thigh. And Maka has some of the more powerful quads you've ever seen. So... You know, there's not a lot of uh, sort of flappage in his shorts. You know, they're almost painted on. So now Macca's running around. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's got an ember up his pants. I don't know if this is translating to the podcast, but it's probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. And then to cap it off, Macca is sitting on the other side of the fire pit from me and Adzi. We're moving out in three days. Now, the fire's huge. It's sort of over... It's not overflowing on the fire pit, but it's, you know, it's big. On Macca's side, a piece of wood falls off and burns for about 15 minutes on the lawn, like a pretty big piece as well, just destroys a patch of lawn. Like it looks like it's just like a black as the night sky triangle on the lawn. And I only saw it because I got up to get a drink. I go, Macca, what are you doing, mate? You didn't think to address this? And he's like, oh, yeah, shit, lads. Yeah. Yeah. So now, like two days before we move out, it looks like someone's taken a flamethrower to our tiny patch of lawn. You know? Cause we got like the pool and the outdoor fucking concrete area, whatever you call it. We don't have that much lawn. And about 33% of it is now scorched into next week, thanks to Macca's lack of vigilance. Okay? But he should he should be this nation's next bachelor. But until then, he's this week's Pelican of the Week, Macca. An all-star performance at his last weekend at the Lad Pad. Finish how you start. Start how you finish. I miss my ex-girlfriend. It's all happening, dude. It is all happening. Okay, so Saturday night. Saturday night was my return, return. You know, the week before I did return to the pub. But as Michael McIntyre would say, I think he's got that joke. I would say I wasn't out, out, you know. Like I went to the pub. But it wasn't, you know, you weren't out, out. It wasn't like a, a session, you know. It was just the local. But this time, Saturday night, confirmed first session back. Absolutely unreal. Um, firstly, had this wild thing happen. So <clears throat> we were downstairs at this pub, and uh, and we're down there at like three o'clock because you know it's like still COVIDy capacities. So, if you don't get there at like 3, 4 o'clock, you know, you're lining up for 6 hours. And this pub's massive, but the downstairs bathroom actually flooded. And like it fucked up the plumbing, like the whole downstairs. You know, we're in the beer gun, so you have to go upstairs to the beer, to the toilet. So, I don't know why I've said any of this. I'm going to the bathroom and I run into a couple of blokes I know. And then this bloke's like, he's like, hey, mate, you remember me? And I go nah and he's like oh you said you were gonna beat the shit out of me on your podcast and i was like i was like yeah right i'm thinking fuck this, this is pretty off-brand for the pod you know what i mean like i'm not I'm usually talking about getting knocked out not the other way around so so i thought fucking hell what's this about and he goes, don't you remember and he uh he was like uh so what happened was he punched my mate like two years ago and apparently um you know, I put on my Instagram through. So I was like, oh, this guy fucking Kyle, whatever, is going to die or whatever. I don't know. I don't really remember it. And uh, and apparently I mentioned it on the podcast. And so it was the weirdest thing to It I was like, yeah, this, this guy was kind of like, this guy was like, yeah, yeah. Like you said you were going to fucking kill me, mate. Like what what's doing? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> it was like, I didn't know how to feel. You know what I mean? Because I was so angry at this guy uh, two years ago. But I mean, fuck, who could pretend, pretend to be angry after two years? You know what I mean? I didn't even know who he was. So it was kind of this like super weird interaction where he was like, yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, don't worry. Like, I'm not going to f- try and fight you or whatever. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm not going to try and fight you either. I was like pretty confused. But i tell you what, it made me think, you know, when they say don't um, – oh when you write like an angry letter or an email you should not send it for a week or whatever or a couple days i thought this is exactly that but on just a massive scale you know what i mean i'm I'm thinking how many blokes have been punched in the face over the years not that i would have punched this bloke you know i've only ever been in one fight and i lost handsomely but i mean i I just remember thinking how many punches have been thrown over the years where like if the bloke just waited like six hours he would have thought oh fuck do i really care about that at all you know what i mean at the time, I did care about this, but, you know, it's been two years. Like, what am I supposed to do? Walk around being furious at anyone who's ever wronged me or my friends? You know what I mean? It's like, oh, just who has the energy? Who has the memory capacity? You know what I mean? So it was a bizarre thing. I thought, oh, man, that's time heals. You know what I mean? And if it doesn't heal, you'll probably just forget. And to me, that's probably as good, you know? forgetting something is probably even better than healing you know not that this was the biggest issue in the world or whatever but it's like god dude yeah if you just let a few weeks go by you probably won't give a fuck anymore so i ran into this bloke who we apparently had this huge beef you know time flies so that was kind of awkward but we sort of just sort of maneuvered around that it was a pretty bizarre situation um but then yeah dude i tell you what it was all happening down at the pub. Oh man, there's some good times there. There was some good times. Um, it was good just at the pub where, like, I had that thing where I had a couple of tables with my friends, and then, you know, maybe a couple of my friends turned up to the table. Uh, you know, a couple of my my mates' mates' friends, and then they're talking and a lot of interaction, worlds colliding, this sort of stuff. Fucking love it. At one point, um, I was chatting up uh, a local a local woman, and I like. I was holding her handbag because I just accidentally spilled a schooner all over both of us and then I was holding her handbag like I had it over my shoulder Um, and I was just covered in beer, my own beer and I had a handbag over my shoulder and one of the lads was just like, Billy Darcy, you are absolutely all over the map. What are you doing? You know, look at you like you just, what are you doing, mate? You're all over the shop and I thought, fuck yeah, I am. I thought we're back. This is great. You know what I mean? I don't know what's going on. I've just accidentally punched a schooner across the table. I got a Louis Vuitton handbag. You know, it's all happening, dude. We're back. We are absolutely back. And then we had we had a, a mad kick ons to the lad pad. And it was all going great at kick ons. And this is something that will happen, you know, often with young girls and guys at a kick ons. I think this is something that can often happen. So the girls are there. No no qualms no stress whatsoever girls left okay girls left at about you know 1am 2am 2am i don't know girls left about 2am now it's like sort of like 10 rampantly pissed blokes and when it's just guys the vibe can get a little bit rabid i think so unfortunately on saturday night we did in fact let the devil in Uh, i'll put my hand up i was the first to begin destroying stuff um we didn't destroy the house i want that on record because it is a rental and we do we you know we love the house you know i do have a lot of respect for the house um so we didn't destroy the house our possessions on the other hand wow okay so i came out with the guitar that i'd already smashed previously so this thing's like it's like the neck and the end of the guitar are like snapped in half so i was like boys farewell to the lad pad i'm all fucked up just start smashing the shit out of this guitar. And this created a snowball effect like we've not seen before. Next thing you know, one of the boys is chucking a a full-on TV from the Gentleman's Lounge, smashing that up. Now we're all body slamming this TV. Um, You know, it was just sort of any furniture we were going to throw out, now we're just smashing up. Um, We had an old TV in the backyard and a fire extinguisher. Next thing you know, I'm just swinging a fire extinguisher at this telly. It was just like just rabid behavior okay just completely just out of the box demolition you know i will say this is not good behavior nor is it or is it particularly constructive but i tell you what those um people who go like to the smash up centers or whatever for to relieve stress dude i tell you what you have 12 beers and you swing a fire extinguisher at a at a television like an lcd television and smash it up Tell me how you feel afterwards. It's fucking great, dude. You feel fantastic. Okay? Unfortunately, one of the televisions we smashed was like in perfect working order. And I think we all know that we are not rich enough uh, to be sort of smashing televisions willy-nilly. So that was a shame and I regret it. But the biggest regret I have of the night is we have like this TV stand on like two legs. And then it's like, you know, bits of wood and some shelves. And I said, Maka, boys, get this in here. You'll love this. And I jump on this TV stand. And I start doing Jay from the Inbetweeners. You know, when he's jumping up and down on the car. And he's like, oh, friend. Fucking football friend. So I start doing that. I'm jumping up and down, smashing this thing up. And then I jump up and down. I, I jump too far to the front of the thing. I go, fucking football. And then the, the thing, f- like, you know, flipped forward and I fell and I came down on my tailbone, like on the edge of this wood, just like flush, just like, Oh mate, it's still so painful. It's still so painful. Even if I touch it, um, God, just one of the, the boys were in hysterics. I was happy to provide a memory, but my God, dude, probably one of the worst falls I've had ever. Um, and dude, I tell you what you fall over embarrassingly and hurt yourself in front of people. It just transports you back to when you're like seven years old. It was terrifying, dude. Absolutely terrifying. And hilarious and painful. And it's just one of those things where, you know, you're drunk at the time. So you're like, fuck, this is, I don't know what I'm going to wake up with tomorrow, dude. This is, this could be anything. So really painful stuff, really painful stuff. And it's still, uh, can't touch it at all. So Happy to provide the laughs, but yeah, at what cost? My, you know, possibly the use of my lower back. So, so yeah, hilarious night, absolute blowout. We smashed up some possessions, pretty immature stuff, you know, but it's a pretty dumb way to end a pretty dumb time. And I got no qualms, dude. I got no qualms. And, you know, I wanted to do a big sort of lad pad farewell type thing. Um, I'm going to do it next week just because like I... Barely, I didn't even really prepare this episode at all, um, because I just simply haven't had the time. So next week I might do a bit of a bit of a eulogy for the pad. Anyway, the trend end. I'm going to bring a trend end back uh, just for this week because I, I I was thinking about it the other day. So I was I was watching these kids have this wild house party on Friday night. And I thought, I thought this is crazy, right? Okay, let's say, let's say the average family, right, has three kids and they all, they all live at the house until they're 21. So let's be honest, the first, what, 15 years, maybe one of the parents has like a 40th, but you're probably looking at 15 years without like a full on house party, right? And then how many people are calling the cops on like an 18th birthday party? When it's like the first house party they've had in literally 18 years, you know? Trend and People who call the cops when it's one party, it's when it's just one singular event. It's like, yeah, it's noisy. It is noisy, babe. You can't, you can't just deal with it for one night. You know, it's a Saturday night. Either be out and about or if you're old, you know, you should be exhausted, mate. Get to bed at 4 p.m. But it's like, if somebody has one night a year where they have a house party and they just blow it out and you call the cops, it's like, grow the fuck up, dude. Grow up, you know? Not everything is going to be hunky-dory, like 100% to your liking at all times. Sometimes stuff is noisy, you know? Sometimes stuff smells bad. You know when people like are like, oh, you Are you smoking a cigarette within 25 meters of me? It's like, you know what I mean? Just sometimes in life, you just have to let the odd thing go. And if someone has a house party, if a family has an 18th house party and they got 120, 18 year olds back there and the boys are just, it's starting to crank, dude. Okay. Let it go. Trend end. Calling the cops. Calling the cops. You should, if you call the cops, there should have to be a crime. You know what I mean? Can we have like a subdivision for these stupid noise complaints? The amount of times that um, the cops were called on us during the lockdown last year um, because they thought we were having, you know, illegal house parties or whatever, but it's just we, five of us lived at home and we'd just be cranking the tunes. And it's like real police officers would come around and then they would knock at the door and I'd say, What's the go? And they say, oh, do you have any people out? And we'd say, we don't. And they'd say, don't worry about it. And it's like, God, is that not just a waste of my time and his, you know? Can we not, can we send like, you know, the academy people out for noise complaints or 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 like these civil complaints? there Somebody uh, is walking their dog, uh, you know, on the cricket field. It's not, that's not legally where you're supposed to have your dog. It's like, it's like, yeah, you can call the police for that, but... I'm sure that this, you know, this has got to be the lowest level call out possible. Can we just send out like, you know, can we just have local volunteers? I'd rather some local vigilante guy with an axe come around, you know, some dad who's fired up on neighborhood security. I'd rather him come around and we'll sort it out one way or another, you know, but do we have to have a, like a real police officer come around? Because they, they, the, the cops were called on these kids. And I thought, that's just ridiculous, dude. They're 16. You know, the only dangerous thing they were doing was vaping. You know what I mean? And it's like we have full-blown police officers here. Just to be like, to these 16-year-olds, can you turn, can you turn the Justin Bieber song down a little bit? You know? I'd love it if some guy was getting freaking shot up two blocks away. Okay? I highly doubt it because I come from a very affluent area. But do you know what I mean? It's like calling the cops. If if you have like three house parties in a row or whatever, yeah, dude, maybe call the cops. These people are freaking wild. You know, they're going to burn the whole block down. But if like this family, I've lived here for four years. I've never even heard them play music. I've never even heard them play a song. So this is their first first party in four years and the cops were called. And it's just like, It's like, wow, one night in four years was a little noisier than than you thought it should have been. Whatever, dude, whatever. So trend end, if you call the cops and it's like for noise, dude, you're a fucking child. You're a dead set two-year-old. Grow up, okay? Grow up. But anyway, that is the podcast for this week. I hope you enjoyed it. It's a little bit more haphazard this week. You know, I do like to um put in you know put in a bit of effort as it were which you know it was a la- it was lacking this week i'll put my hand up um a lot i had a fair few blokes message me about this quentin de Cock thing i started to read into it and you know i was looking for some sort of a hot take or or not a hot take but just sort of to understand the issue and like a lot of you i think it's just like mate just fucking take a knee you know that was i read like four articles and i just thought you know what I mean I, uh, this guy if this is your hill to die on mate then go for it but just take the fucking knee you know what I mean how hard is it you don't support equality whatever so yeah I thought yeah very very bizarre stuff from Quentin. Um, also um, doing that Sydney show November 19 I think there's like five tickets left link in my bio um, so I'll see you all there and uh, and yeah dude thanks for coming Wait.